Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com/fine. Visit IXL.com/fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com/fine. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hey, Jalenta. Yeah, Kristen. You speak Japanese, right? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm a little rusty. Why are you asking me this? So would you say that you're bilingual then? I guess sort of. Sort of. Or is it possible, my friend, you're actually trilingual? No, that's not possible because I only know two languages. No. According to a book called The Five Love Languages, you actually are trilingual because in addition to the languages you speak, you also have the language in which you experience love. Kristen... Are we about to have a Valentine's Day theme show? You're damn right we um, are. Because I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And this is By the Book. Your life is going down the drain. You're in so much pain, so you need some help. Ooh, yes, some self-help. In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. Today, our book is The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate by Dr. Gary Chapman. Dr. Gary Chapman has devoted his life to studying and helping relationships. He has a master's in anthropology and a master's of religious education and Ph.D. degrees from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. So he is a real doctor. Unlike John Gray from our Men Are From Mars episode. Exactly. So, according to his website, Chapman is the man to turn to for help on improving or healing our most important relationships. His own life experiences, plus over 35 years of pastoring and marriage counseling, led him to publish The Five Love Languages in 1995. The book is a New York Times bestseller and became the first in a series of many love language spinoff books. 
Chapman says millions of readers credit his work with saving their marriages. In The Five Love Languages, Chapman lays out his theory that there are five ways to express and experience love. These ways, or love languages, are gift-giving, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and physical touch. Chapman believes everyone has a primary and secondary love language that is the easiest way for them to give and receive love. Someone who likes touch might rub your feet to say, I love you. Someone who loves acts of service might feel loved when you empty the dishwasher, and so on. Once you understand a person's love language, you can more easily make them feel loved. Feeling loved leads to better communication and overall happier relationships. Here's how you do it. Step one, figure out your partner's love language. Observe how your partner gives love to others. If they love cuddles, their love language is probably touch. If they bring you little trinkets all the time, their language might very possibly be giving gifts. If they beg you to take out the trash, they speak acts of service. If they're always suggesting a date night, quality time is probably what their love language is. If they shower you with praise, their love language is very likely words of affirmation. If you can't figure out what your partner's love language is or your own love language just through observation, you and your partner can take the Love Languages quiz at 5lovelanguages.com. Step 2. Shower your partner with love. Once you know your partner's primary and secondary love languages, it's time to get to work. The book outlines different tasks for each love language. Here they are. If your partner's love language is words of affirmation, put a 3 by 5 card on a mirror that says, words are important to remind you of that every day. Give your partner a different compliment every day for a month. You can also give them a discreet love note to surprise them. For a week, keep a record of all the affirmations you give your partner to get an idea of how much or how little you praise them. If your partner's love language is quality time, ask for a list of five activities he or she wants to do and do one of those activities a month for the next five months. Make time to share stories from your day together every night. You can even have a Let's Review History Night once every few months. It's an hour or so to focus on five pre-planned questions, like who was your favorite teacher? What was the biggest mistake your dad ever made? What was lunch like in your fifth grade cafeteria? Etc. To talk about those weird little things you might never learn about your partner. And finally, try camping out in your own home. Put sleeping bags on your living room floor for a night. Don't turn on the TV. Just talk and interact. Or draw a bath and light some candles for a hot springs experience at home. If your partner's love language is receiving gifts, give your partner a gift a day for a week. Gifts can be something you make, something you pick up after work, even something you find in nature. It can be a book that you and your partner read together and discuss. You can even give your partner a tribute gift, such as a charitable donation. And to help all of this happen, keep a gift idea notebook to make giving thoughtful things easier. If your partner's love language is acts of service, make a list of all the things your partner asks you to do. Do one task a week to show your love. Ask your partner for a list of daily acts of service that speak love to them. Work those things into your daily schedule. Take note of that one act of service your spouse nags you about all the time. See that nag as a tag. Your partner is tagging that act as super important to them. If you do it, it'll be worth more to them than a dozen roses and a thousand love letters. And if you have more spare money than spare time, hire someone to do tasks you know your partner cares about. If your partner's love language is physical touch, hold your spouse's hand while you run everyday errands together, like walking from the parking lot or sitting in church. While eating together, let your knee or foot playfully drift into your partner's. When you tell your partner you love them, hug them at the same time. Surprise your partner by coming up behind them while they're sitting and rubbing their back or giving them a massage. Finally, 
be sure to show your physical affection in front of other friends and family. That's what the book says, and so that's what we did for two weeks straight. Kristen, I have to hear about your first week of living by the five love languages. All right, so first things first, as you know, Jolenta, I am pretty suspicious of tests that put people into categories. There are, of course, a few exceptions. I love Gretchen Rubin and her four tendencies. But for the most part, I think people don't fall into hard and fast categories. I just don't think people are built that way. That being said, I soldiered through reading the book, and then Dean and I sat down to take the test online. But right off the bat, we found ourselves distracted by one category in particular. Do you want a gift? Do you want a gift? I like it when my partner surprises me with a present. Yeah, exactly. I think the person who wrote this book has lived with somebody very materialistic. (laughs) Very, very, very materialistic. All right. Well, I'm like only four questions in, though, so I don't know. I'm done. Do you want to know my score? No, no. (laughs) Yeah, hold on, hold on. Whoa, I like feisty Dean. This yeah. this quiz brought out some sides of Dean I haven't seen in a while. Well, we just thought that that was the stupidest of all love languages, like giving gifts, receiving gifts. I Reminder, mean, receiving gifts is one of the five love languages, and I fully respect you if that's one of your languages. Well, I do not. <laughs> I feel like if you need presents to feel love, then maybe you don't even know what love is. Whoa. Yes, I Whoa. said it. I said it. Kristen drops hard truths before even telling us about her experience living by the book. I love this new Kristen. Oh, this is yes. This has always been Kristen. You know this is. I me. know. I yeah. know the secret judgy Kristen. Uh, Welcome, I, I world. I can judge as well as anyone. Anywho, we soldiered on. We finished taking the test, or I should say, I finished since Dean finished it in thirty seconds. And here we are talking about our results afterward. All so right. What so I'm almost tied between words of affirmation and acts of service. Mm. And what about you? So I am very tied uh, between physical touch and shared experience. Oh, let me see. Oh, you have nine for both of them? Yes. First of all, I'm not at all surprised. No, neither am I. You love touching. I do. You, you, I do. you love touching all what the time. What should we do differently then? <laughs> so given this information... Um, I need to stop touching you because you don't care. <laughs> no, but I mean, I actually think this does touch on something. Touch on something. I, I do think. Oh, I, no, but I do think this actually gets to something that in your ideal world, your hands would be all over me 99% of your waking mm, hours. Oh, yeah. And. I think that it's great when your hands are all over me, maybe only 60% of the time. Hmm. And All over 60% of you? <laughs> Which 60? Oh, or only that, 60% of the time? That might be part of it. It's like, I'm fine with your hands all over me, but maybe not all over certain percentages of yeah, my body. Unless we're, you know? Understood. Okay, okay. All so, right, I hear you. All right, so w- what about me what could I be doing differently I guess I could be doing more touching of you because it makes you feel great mm-hmm. and I could be doing but you already do those things take my arm when we're walking you're yeah, yeah that's it <laughs> no uh, no you touch me plenty I guess maybe you could touch me more I don't know I hadn't really thought about it until 
I got a nine on touch. Okay. <laughs> and I can create more shared experiences that are related to touching, maybe. I'm pretty sure this test that took a total of 35 seconds for me to do <laughs> is very importantly dividing our relationship into what works and what doesn't. And it's pointing out some very painful differences. Oh, wait. You're right. <laughs> this is just giving us some things to talk about in our relationship, love. Isn't that nice? Yes. Because we weren't talking about those things before, and now we are. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's get oh, to sorry. it. sorry. Let's get I to it. I be hugging you when I <laughs> Wow. Whoa. Shit is getting real. I, I cannot believe how real it got from how jokey you guys were. That is nuts. Well, I think it needed to be said. That's, does did. Dean touch you too much? He touches me all the time. You know what my mom says, who's also from Minnesota? She has a little saying that goes like this. Crazy people don't like to be touched. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she says that. Like in her defense, are you saying I'm crazy? I'm just Hold saying there are two ladies I know from Minnesota <laughs> that I love dearly that don't like to be touched that much. I love to be touched, but just as not a, as much as their partners touch them. Just not in certain parts of my anatomy mm-hmm. all the time. Right, That's that makes what I'm sense. Saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can massage my head, and you know, every day for the rest of my life for 24 hours a day. But some parts of me I don't want touched all the time. That's yeah. what it really comes down to. Wow. Yeah. So you guys like. Got some real stuff to work with from this five love languages test, didn't you? I mean, I guess I'll I'll give it that because after that conversation, Dean really did make an effort to be a little bit less handsy, which I liked. But I mean, he still was physical with me, but Mm -hmm. he just wasn't all over every part of me all the time. Nice. Yeah, which was nice. And at the same time, he stuck to those words of affirmation and acts of service that he always showers on me. That is just the way he is with me all the time. He's super into committing acts of service for you, I've noticed. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, I got to give it to him. He does all the cooking. He does all the housekeeping. He sends me G-chats and texts every day just to say he loves me and that he's thinking about me. He sends me photos on the phone just to say, I'm smiling. I love you. I'm smiling because I'm thinking about you. Okay, okay. I could not ask for more. (laughs) I I get it. (laughs) He fucking affirms you. Cute. Also, didn't you mention in the Miracle Morning episode that he wakes you up every morning by massaging your feet? Like, yes, he does. Yeah, he's like, wonderful. we get it. He yes. really takes care of your needs. He's wonderful. He's amazing. But, but I have to confess, I've never reciprocated that foot massage thing. Oh, and he's the one that likes touch. I know. So he just like slaves away <laughs> rubbing your feet every morning. You're like, thanks, bye later. Yes. Like maybe give him a little hug. No, no return so massage. Bad. It's Poor so bad. Dean. And so during this book, I decided to turn the tables. When he was struck with a case of foot pain, I actually did research. I watched a bunch of videos. I found out the best kinds of massages to help his foot ailment. And then I got to work. And here we are during that massage. Is that making it feel better? I think so. How does it feel to have me rubbing your feet today instead of you rubbing my feet today? Okay, so since your love language is touch. It feels very nice. And quality time. Those are your two main ones. We're sitting on the couch having quality time, and I'm rubbing your foot. Do you want me to be rubbing your feet more often? Maybe. Although, it hurts like a mother trucker right now. So That's because I'm rubbing it because you have uh, plantar fasciitis, so I'm giving you a plantar fasciitis massage. Oh, it hurts. Ow, that hurts. Do you want me to stop? Maybe. Dean is so afraid of your touch now. <laughs> You can hear him, like, 
he's so torn because he wants more massages from you, but he's clearly in so much pain and like does not like that current massage at all. <laughs> but he wants to encourage like future massages. Like there's so much in his pained maybe. Like it's beautiful. Okay, so I know it sounds horrible, but believe it or not, mm-hmm. his foot pain was 99% gone the next day. <gasps> ah, so important it, touch. It was painful, but it was a necessary healing touch I gave him. <laughs> It was. It so, was. Okay, other than torture his foot with your touch, what else did you do? I did so much, but you know what? I'll get to that in week two. First, I want to hear about your week one of living by the five love languages. Okay, okay. Uh, I started very skeptical. Our last relationship book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Ugh, Venus, horrible, left a very bad and sexist taste in my mouth. Um, I'm kind of... At a point where I believe all relationship books exist to tell men to stay the course and women to just change everything about themselves in order to find love. Oh, yeah. They also tell us to put up with abuse. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I do not have high hopes for any relationship book. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. But as I was reading The Five Love Languages, I found a glimmer of hope. In the chapter on acts of service, Chapman says this, and I really liked it. He says, remember... There are no rewards for maintaining stereotypes, but there are tremendous benefits to meeting the emotional needs of your spouse. Ding, ding, ding. Hello. That's actual good advice. Yes. He basically calls out dudes who are like, chores are women's work, and says, like, what do you want? You want to, like, hold a door and hold a broom once in a while? Or, like, do you want your relationship to be ruined because of your male pride? Like, I love that advice. So he had piqued my interest. Totally. And, uh... After he picked my interest, it was time to figure out what my love language was and what my partner, Brad's, love language was. And for us, it was clear to me just from reading the book what our primary and secondary love languages are. My primary love language is acts of service, and my secondary love language is touch. And Brad's, uh, his primary love language is words of affirmation. His secondary is quality time. Mm. So how'd you get started once you knew what your love languages were? First, I tracked how often I affirmed Brad just for a day because, you know, we only have two weeks. I don't have a week to track all this stuff. And what did you find out? Uh, I found I affirmed him zero times, Kristen. What? (laughs) Jolenta? Oh my God. You are the worst. Yes. Zero times? Zero times. The thing is, I know you love him so much. What? I do, but I just, like, I do not say anything nice to him. Okay, literally, love language. You just open your mouth. Like, this is... Oh, Jolenta. I know, I know. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, how did he feel about that? So, uh, we had a little discussion about this. Uh, Take a listen. Compliment your spouse in front of others. Mm. Which I never do, do I? Correct. Like, I only make fun of you. You take a point of pride in, in knocking me down, yeah. Uh, and it's funny, but, but it would be really, really it pleasant. It would surprise. probably be, like, very surprising and pleasant for you if I was like, Brad did this amazing piece on blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I don't know. It, this is so foreign to me. Like, I can't, <laughs> like, make an example with a straight face. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't even joke compliment. (laughs) Do you feel like I hate you because I'm so bad at words of affirmation? Yes. Really? I mean, not, I know you don't hate me, but like, does it make me feel like. Day to day. You might. 
Like, I don't know. I'm really sorry. I don't... I'm sorry I'm not good at that. Like, and I will try to do a better job. It doesn't matter to me, so thank I know. You. I, like, if it matters to you, like, I care. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah. So Brad notices, apparently. So, wow. I mean, you know, I tease him, like, relentlessly when we're out. Like, that's... But that's, that's kind of like, even though it's not in the book, that's kind of one of your love languages is teasing people, But I mean, right? I sort of say things and I assume he's Teflon and I'm realizing he's not Teflon and he like carries those things with him and like words matter to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I had work to do. Uh, I put up a three by five card on my bathroom mirror that said words are important. Good. So I could good. see it every morning. <laughs> and a few days later, I invited Brad to a let's review history night over dinner. We turned off our TV. We sat at our table, not on our couch where we often eat dinner. And uh, we talked about our favorite teachers, our biggest embarrassing moments, and even who we would haunt if we were ghosts. Oh, my gosh. That's so much fun. Who, <laughs> can you tell? Do you remember who, who would you want to haunt? Oh, mine is so pathetic and transparent. I said I would haunt my high school. <laughs> I would, like, trick mean teachers and, like, help loner kids. Like, I would just, like, it's so transparent. Like, I have so many issues tied oh to my teenage Oh, my God, but only years. if you can be a time-traveling ghost. Because you want to go back to a certain era. And do I? Don't you? I don't think so. You're I would s- do it now. I'd, do it, I'd just be there to be like, don't worry, I got your back. Like, it doesn't matter when. Oh, that's nice. Thank that's you. actually really sweet. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So, at the end of week one, I got really lucky, Kristen, because it was Brad's birthday. So I was determined to affirm and quality time the shit out of him. On the morning of his birthday, I gave him this card. Happy birthday. Thank you. I don't know what I'd do without you. And then there's two donuts holding hands. Mm -hmm. Ooh, bullet points. Brad, watching you mature throughout the years... It's been amazing. <laughs> Growing to being a strong, loving husband, a driven, fresh-voiced reporter, a passionate and skilled baker, a sexy, bearded mountain man, a V5 flasher, <laughs> a doting dog papa. I do feel like a doting dog papa. An expert trash and recycling taker outer. <laughs> If anyone can flatter you, it should be your wife. I'm using words of affirmation in this card. They like it. Good. You don't have to explain. I'll just Oh, okay. Got it. Good. (laughs) But wait, you know what's not on this list? Donut maker. Let's fix that. Will you join me tomorrow for a donut making class? Together we'll master two kinds of donuts, proper frying technique, and a few fillings and glazes. Love you with my ah, This is so exciting. <laughs> oh my god, that's an amazing birthday present. It's quality time and the way it's written out. Those are serious words of affirmation I and just a wrote a bulleted list. <laughs> the fact that there's punning in there too, that is one hundred percent A plus 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 plus. Wow. You are speaking his love language all the way. I'm so impressed. Yeah, that's not even all of it, Kristen. Guess what? 
Later that day, we had friends over to watch Brad's favorite movie, The Room. And before I started the movie, I gave a quick little toast in front of everyone thanking them for celebrating the special day with us. Oh, my God. You were giving him words of mm-hmm. affirmation mm-hmm. in front of other people. Yeah. Oh, my God. Also, I've never heard you say the phrase special day before. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I know. Words are important. I forced myself to give a stupid toast. Uh, I didn't think anyone would even notice, but apparently it made an impact. The next day after the party, Brad said this. Hey. Yeah. You know what, like, the highlight of my day was yesterday? What? When you made a toast for me. Really? Yes. Cause Just you, that? Yes, you, like, stood up in front of people, and I knew that, like, you were forcing yourself to do it because it's, like, not your bag. But you got up, and you stood up, and you said, like, you know, hey, we're just all here for Bradley and, you know, turning 33. And you just, like, said a few words about your husband in front of other humans. Humans? <laughs> <laughs> like, front of, in front of other human beings. And it was very impressive. Yeah. That made me feel very special because I knew that you were putting yourself out there in a way that you normally don't. And you felt loved. Yeah. Oh my God, Jolenta, that totally touched him. Yeah. It clearly made a huge impact on his human heart. I know, my little human guy. Yes. Uh, he was responding shockingly positively to all of this. By the end of week one, he asked me for a list of things he could do to meet more of my love language needs. He did this just out of the blue because he felt so loved by me. Oh my God, this yeah. book is killing it for you too. Yeah, it's oh crazy. God. It's crazy. This seems like a good point in our conversation, Kristen, to have a little break. So let's do that, and then we'll get to your second week of Living by the Five Love Languages. How does that sound? That sounds great. Do you ever find yourself wading through your newsfeed on Facebook or Twitter, wishing you could just call someone up and ask, what do I really need to pay attention to here? Well, what if you could? I'm Mary Harris, the host of What Next, Slate's new daily news podcast. And every weekday morning, I'm going to be on call for you, taking you inside one story, going deep behind the headlines. What Next is news you're not going to get just scrolling through your phone. To listen, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Kristen, how was your second week living by the five love languages? All right. So week two, Dean and I were doing all the things we normally do, taking walks, going on dates. Dean was doing housework and sending me those love notes he always sends me. And, you know, all of this stuff just fortunately feeds into our love languages. But one thing I haven't mentioned yet was that during this entire book, Dean and I were also in the process of moving. That sounds like a living nightmare. I cannot (laughs) believe you moved and lived by this book at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, we did it, though. It was tough. But it also occurred to me that maybe the move forced us to flex our love language muscles. Here I am discussing with Dean. Do you feel like this was exhausting and stressful, or do you feel like maybe this was also a shared experience? Oh, absolutely. This was a shared experience. That's what I wanted. Remember? We did a book 
a while ago now. I forget. <laughs> oh, I know. You're talking about you're talking about the life changing magic, magic of wanting to die. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, in, in that one, it became apparent that you know we you moved into my place, whereas this is us moving into our place, which is pretty awesome. See, look, there's our it's a wonderful life calendar right there. There's your Jesse Ventura doll right there on the on the top of the kitchen. Um, there's our wine fridge. <gasps> we have a wine. We have a wine fridge. We're so those people apparently. We, we have it all. So, so this has been pretty exhausting trying to live by this book while also trying to do a move. But oh, oh yes. But it's good, huh? You feel it is. it is. I feel good about it. And I touched you a lot during this when I would shove your bottom up the stairs to try you, and help you carry did boxes. That very much so, help carry the so boxes. So shove your bottom. Also, if you carried boxes. But, um, <laughs> but then I couldn't be touching you, and that's your love language. That is, you need that's that. Very true, my dear. You, that's you need very that. True. Oh, Dee. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> it would have helped also if you carried the boxes. But no, those were his acts of service. Come on. No, right, right, yeah. right. You don't want to interfere with his love language giving. Um, no, that is so cute. I'm like, I think I have a crush on both of you right now. Like, oh, that's so cute. Thank you. And, you know, the process of hanging up photos on the wall and setting up our kitchen mm-hmm. and having our stuff intermingle, all of that was literally sharing our experience our space our objects mm-hmm. and that was special to him because of his love language but it right. also was just special to us as a couple who got to feel that we were more cohesive in some way after all of that yeah so. that's that's and it's such a nice way to like reframe thank you therapist <laughs> uh, to reframe the experience of moving is not like just a hellscape full of boxes but like hey, this is, like, our first, like, crazy shared moving experience together. Or, like, our 30th. Like, who knows? Yeah. Like, But, yeah, to look at it as sort of an adventure you're going on together as opposed to this, like, horrible to-do list is so refreshing. Yeah, and so then at the end of the week, after all of the moving, after everything else that we were up to that week, I decided I'd try to end the week on a high note by creating a nice memory in our new home that involved both touch and a shared experience and here we are doing that. I'm nervous. <laughs> oh, hon. This was a wonderful idea. Do you feel like we're on our honeymoon again? I At do. the hot tub cabin hotels? I do. In our little log cabin hot tub? Except now we have our own hot tub. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Does it feel like a shared experience or does it feel like oh, just a much. memory of a shared experience? Oh, no. This is very much a shared experience. Oh, good. I was hoping it would be both. I was hoping it would be a shared experience and make us remember another really good shared experience and then we would be touching because you like the love language of touch absolutely you hit it out of the park on this one baby oh you're right. I, love you. I love you do you want some more wine oh always did i overshare that no, no. i'm sorry cameron and i squealed like little girls the whole time we heard this Oh, no. No, I love it. I love it. And, like, you can hear the love in his voice, and you're clearly crushing it with Dean. Oh, yay. Even though you're grossed out, I was doing all right. I'm I wasn't sorry. grossed out. I was just immature and uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, okay. Enough about that. Jolanta, I want to hear about how you were doing during week two. So, my week two started with some hardcore quality time at donut making class. Yeah. I spent all day with Brad experiencing new things and eating more donuts than I ever thought was humanly possible. And uh, here we are debriefing on the train after our class. 
No, but I thought it was super fun. Yeah. I, like, got to connect with you in a different way. You, I could tell we're putting yourself out there and, like, and not just saying, like, this is Brad's thing. I'm going to, like, think about other stuff. You were, like, right there with me. And it was so much fun to have you there sort of yeah. on my turf or whatever you yeah, want to yeah. call it. Yeah. And you were better at half of it than me because I have the coordination skills of a bear. I know, babe. <laughs> you were able to put sprinkles on things like a human. <laughs> You feel you feel loved. Yes. Good. I, do. I really do. Good. Good. Love you. You're a good baker. I, I don't know. About you that. ask good questions in class. Oh, that I appreciate. That yeah. I feel good. Oh, you hear me slip in those little affirmations? affirmations at the end? Yeah. Yeah. I hear it. I hear it. And it sounds like. Brad just felt that that was a genuinely good time. Yeah, and it was a good time. It was so nice. It felt like we were dating, you know? While we were in the class, I started to think about how I used to love that Brad uh, had an adventurous spirit, and it would push me out of my shell, and, like, now I mainly just give him shit about being obsessed with activities and, like, always needing to be on the go, and I'm very much a homebody. But this gift of quality time reminded me that not all activities are draining and annoying and soul-sucking, and I enjoy doing things with my partner, even if they're things that he loves more than I love. Oh, nice. Sounds simple, but I needed a reminder, apparently. And how was the rest of your week, too? It was good. I worked hard at saying nice things to Brad instead of teasing him all the time. I tried to find little moments of quality time for us, too. We'd turn off the TV at dinner so we could talk about our day. I tried watching some sports, which I hate uh, and still hate. (laughs) But Brad really appreciated that I tried. And as I did more... I started noticing Brad started doing more for me without me even saying a word or really like laying out my love languages that much. Every day when he comes home now, he hugs me when he says hello, which he used to not really do. He'd like say hi from the doorway and like go put his stuff down and like hug the dog. What? Brad! (laughs) Brad! I also don't run to him crying when he comes in the door being like, I miss you so much. Like that's more Frank's thing than mine. (laughs) Um, So he hugs you when he gets home now. mm -hmm. And yeah, you know how you said at the end of week one that he asked you to give him a list of things that you wanted done? So whatever happened with that? Um, He started doing chores without me asking or demanding or yelling. It was incredible. He would wipe the counter, which he never does. And it drives me insane because he loves cooking, but not wiping the counter afterwards. Uh, anyway, he'd wipe the counter early in the morning when he'd leave for work and leave me a little note that says, like, wipe the counter, love you. Oh, like, and it was like, Brad. that made my day. Whoa, he's yeah. totally stepping up his game. Yeah, I know. And later in week two, I asked Brad for a foot rub while we were watching TV. Uh, full disclosure, I do get foot rubs from Brad all the time. They are my favorite thing. It's like my number one touch that I love. I can't deny that. Yeah. It feels good. I love right? a foot rub. Yeah. But Brad does not like giving me these foot rubs. When I ask for a rub, he always complains and does some song and dance about how my feet are smelly and gross and sweaty, which which they are. Like, they, they are <laughs> so sweaty. But when I asked Brad to rub my feet, he didn't say a word other than, sure. Oh, And nice. just took my feet and started rubbing. And they were gross and sweaty. But... I had been giving him so much affirmation and quality time, he, like, didn't even notice when I asked for a little bit of touch. Oh, my God. It's totally working. Yeah. The five lump languages, it's working in your relationship. Yeah. Brad really liked this book, although he did not read it. Um, and he, was, <laughs> <laughs> he was actually, Kristen, 
He was even curious about what your love languages were. And when I told him that you two shared the love language of words of affirmation, he had this great insight. Listen. What are Kristen's uh, love languages? Um, uh, acts of service and words of affirmation. So maybe she likes to have nice things said about her in public settings, too. Did I make fun of Kristen a lot? Yes. <laughs> do you identify as a Kristen when you listen to the podcast? I go, Jolie, I do the same thing I do when it's me. I go, Jolie is so funny. She, she spends most of her time bashing me. <laughs> I assume that's what Kristen does. She's really? like, I love Jolenta. She spends most of her time telling me the things I'm doing wrong. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, you people in your words that are important. I'm not saying no one loves you less. I'm just saying it would, I bet, it, I bet I she bet. would notice if all of a sudden you were just full of all the things she uh, does well. You're right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I love growing. Oh my god, is that why you've been so nice to me the last two weeks? Yes! Oh my god, it all makes sense now! I've just been trying to give you more words of affirmation and just tell you all the things I feel, but like, Brad reminded me I don't tell you those things. Normally I'll just like send you an an emoji or something. It all comes together. No, you've been like the sweetest you have ever been. No, really? The last two weeks. It has been so touching. horrible. Well, especially it's been a stressful time and you've just been so supportive through all of it. You've been checking in on me, telling me you love me and value me. And it's made the last couple of weeks, which have been really tough, so much easier to get those words of affirmation from you. They're all true. I just don't say it as much as I should. So I really am sorry if I tease you too much. And like, I'm, I'm, it's something I'm working on in all of my relationships, not just with Brad. That is so sweet. Do do you want to get into my hot tub later? No. Oh, my God, no. No. I never want to be that uncomfortable again. But I do love you and Dean, and we'll give you words of affirmation from outside the tub. All right. (laughs) On that awkward note, let's remind listeners, we love hearing from you guys. Have you lived by the five love languages? Do you love words of affirmation? Are you one of those gifts people? If so, we really want to hear from Please you. Please explain gifts more to us. Yeah, we don't I understand. don't judge you. I do. I judge you, but I, I need to understand. I just want to know more. Yeah. Explain it all. Share your story at buythebook at panoply.fm or at 505-510-BOOK. Okay, Kristen, it is time to get down to business. Did the five love languages actually work? Would you recommend it? All right, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I did not want to like this book. And I still think that love language about gifts is freaking bogus. Wow. I cannot wait malarkey. to hear from I'm listeners just, about just this. I freaking hate that language. Uh-huh. But this book did get me and Dean talking about the one change he could make to love me better, mm-hmm. you know, being a little less handsy. <laughs> and I really appreciate that. I do. What about in the bathtub? <laughs> can he be handsy there? Oh, of course he can. I'm just Ooh, talking why about, did I make that Why joke? did you even bring it up? You don't want to hear the answer. I know. I, I know can't. you don't want to hear Stop. it. Stop. <laughs> Finish right. your verdict, please. Okay, okay. All right. The book also got me thinking about ways I can make Dean feel more loved through touching and planning shared experiences. You know, I admit it. So Mm -hmm. often I just let Dean do all the caretaking, and that includes coming up with ideas for shared experiences. 
And I'm going to do more of that planning from now on. So, yeah, I'll say it. My verdict is I endorse this book. I just what? said it. Yeah. How about you, Jalenta? Okay, here we go. This book totally won me over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. High five. Yeah. Hey. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brad is doing chores all over the fucking place. I haven't had to yell, I'm not your mother, at him (laughs) once in the past two weeks. That's incredible. It is. That's amazing. Well Um, done. And he loved this book, too. He saw me pushing myself to try new things and working hard to use nice words, even in front of others. Like, he felt really loved. I felt really loved. I think it helped both of us get over our own insecurities and put focus on each other and just, like, giving more. So that is great. So you're recommending yes. it. You're yes. recommending it. Yes-ish. What? Where did the ish I just, come in? I just have one ish, and it's from okay. my therapist. Okay. I was telling her about this book, and she was like, yeah, that all sounds great. But she was also very sure to warn me that this book works, but it cannot fix, like, huge issues from your past. Mm. It can't stop a serial cheater. Like, Gary... Is a real PhD, but his advice I don't think will fix big, deep issues between people. And I don't love that his end game of this book is still like most relationship books, like to stay married and like to stay in a relationship and like get over cheating. He skirts over those issues and doesn't make it as big of a thing as some relationship books do. But I still want to draw attention to the fact that this works wonders. When your foundation is like, okay, I'm not saying my foundation is amazing, but I've worked really hard to have like an okay foundation with my partner and adding the love languages to that made it fucking great. Yay. So yes, ish. Yes. Yay. And that's it for this episode of By the Book. Our producer is Cameron Drews. He likes words of affirmation, so feel free to send any positive, glowing reviews you have to him. Our managing producer is Mia Lobel, and I don't know what her love language is, but I'm guessing it's not gifts, because that's stupid, and she's whoa, not stupid. Whoa, yeah, whoa. I said it. I said it. <laughs> Thank you also to our composer, Nate Wyda, and to Andy Bowers at Panoply. As always, we love hearing from you. Stay in touch. Touch us. Oh, like whoa, the love language. Whoa. Yeah. That's my love language. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Don't touch me. No more Mr. Hands. Let us know if you've done the five love languages and how it worked or didn't work for you. Also, send us any questions or suggestions for future books for us to live by. Our email address is bythebook at panoply.fm. You can also tweet us at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at bythebookpod. And don't forget to leave us a voicemail at 505-510-BOOK. Also, Please, please, please rate us and review us an Apple podcast. It helps other people to find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell your lover about the show. I just used the word lover. I hate that word. Listen to me. When I'm you're in a control. hot tub with your lover, just whisper, have you listened to Buy the Book? Oh, in their ear. God, yes. Do that for us. Do Play it, it for your quality time with your spouse. Yeah, absolutely. Do all of that. Until next time, I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Then we would be touching because you like the love language of touch. Absolutely. Oh, look, we're right there. Yeah. Do you want some more wine? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Oh, it feels like I'm there.
and it's beautiful, but I'm uncomfortable, Kristen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I overshare that? No. <laughs> Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack.